The Coming Storm In the long dark of the Hall of Stedingas, three figures sat in the flickering light of a large fire. At the head was Elfwyn, Marchioness of the Hengist Witani, a blanket of thick wool folded in her lap. She sat back in her seat, violet eyes looking without blinking at the dancing flames. To her left sat Dunsi, leader of the Eivor Witani, the lines of his aged face made even more distinct in the light of the trembling fire. To her right was Erdwolf of the Wolf Witani, his features cloaked in the shadow of his accustomed deep hood. They all sat comfortably in their chairs, all faces turned inward to share in the warmth, all thoughts turned inward to contemplate the choices ahead. Above them, the white stars were visible through the large vent in the thatched roof, though on occasion these were obscured as the wood of the fire pit shot up streams of sparks when a log collapsed. At long last, the Marchioness stirred and sat forward with a sigh, reaching forward a charred stick to adjust the logs, coaxing new life into the dwindling fire. Her work done, she looked intently at her companions. Neither returned her stare, choosing instead to watch the play of the flames, but she could tell they were listening when she spoke in her soft, smooth voice. Yet again, we have not asked for a fight, but it lies before us. She spoke softly, but her words were clear. Armies are moving. We have heard of the Reaver's power consolidated in the south of Moriga. How many thousands he has called to his banner we do not know, but we do know they are many. At the same time we have heard the reports of the second army, a horrendous host of the dead moving southward, just skirting Witani lands, seemingly on a course to directly face the Reaver. After the Battle of the Plains, I dared to hope that we might have heard the last of this reaver. But this return is a sign that the only way to ensure our continued safety is to see him defeated once and for all. The steely ring of her voice in this last statement rouses both of her fellow leaders, and they turn at last to look at her. Eardwulf settles back in his chair, putting his long fingertips together as his eyes glint in the darkness of his hood. But surely we do not need to put Witani lives at risk, Dunsi says quietly. The plains are vast and we know the ways of our wilderness. Could we not watch from a distance to ensure which way the battle goes? Eardwolf gripped the arms of the chair and shook his head, speaking in his awkwardly precise way. If the Reaver's army is troubling, I find this second army even more so. It already moves freely through Moriga without approval from any here. Who is to say that it would not turn and rend us when its work there is done? There was renewed silence for a moment, and the fire continued to crackle. The thinker sat for some time, when a servant stepped from the shadows behind the marchioness and whispered in her ear, she looked startled, leaned away to give the servant a questioning look, then sat up straight, carefully moving the blanket to the arm of her chair. She stood smoothly, and her hands automatically pulled at the skirts of her heavy dress to make sure they were properly arranged. It would seem we have a visitor. Bid him enter, please. 
The servant bowed and disappeared on this errand. Within moments, a richly dressed man stepped into the firelight, making eye contact with each of the Witani nobles. When he spoke, his voice bore a distinctive accent. Greetings, High Ones, from the nation of Trend. We offer you our heartfelt greetings in these troubled times. The man bowed deeply and held the pose for a long breath. Eardwolf and Dunsey exchanged a glance, but Elfwyn's steady gaze remained focused on the visitor. We bid you welcome, fair speaker. What word have you for us? He stood straight once more, speaking more quickly now. We do not know if you have heard news from our distant land, but we have been watching developments here and are saddened to find that you face impending battle on your doorstep. The forces of Trand would like to be of assistance in the coming fight. At this, even the Marchioness's mask slipped a bit, and she stole a glance at her peers before she ventured to say, We thank you for your concern. We have heard some troubling news from your land, but had not the means of verifying it. Is there more to know? The envoy's face darkened and his words became more clipped. It is a difficult tale, one of great sadness. But to sum it up, we have recently driven the Reaver's forces from our shores, thanks to the help of several adventurers who came to us in our hour of need. Tira Ironstag, Wamberbash Bensonlum, and one of your own, Farron of the Hengist Witani, along with the great Dieter Darkhand. Through their efforts, we were able to turn the Reaver's army to flight and regain control of our Southland. At the mention of the familiar names, the Witani stared at each other in unabashed wonder as the envoy continued. Through the urging of Farron, who has remained with us to help train up our armies against the Reaver's return, we have come to offer our assistance. She grows concerned about the news of our homeland, and I only hope we have not arrived too late. We have been discussing these developments, said Alfwyn, and we are not yet decided on whether we must take an active role in the battle looming to the south. Dunsey's face looked hard in the dim light. If I may set aside my diplomatic demeanor for but a moment, said the envoy, I would beg you to consider a strong hand in this. Have you lived in a land where the Reaver's power has held sway for any amount of time? The Witani shook their heads. Aside from that terrible day of the Battle of the Plains, they had not faced any such thing. It is an oppression you could not imagine. Soldiers that do not respect people or possessions. Age is no deterrent to them. They offend the young and the old in ways I cannot bring myself to repeat. And where they establish themselves, they push in to make way for even worse to come. This reaver is a scourge that must be eliminated and we are willing to join the strength of Tran to help ensure this happens. Alfwyn, Dunsey, and Erdwolf stood still in thought, then turned toward each other. Not a word passed between them, but at last, the Marchioness stepped forward, nodded her head, and smiled with sad eyes. It is decided. We will accept your offer and we will muster our armies here. How long do you think it will take you to gather here in the plains of Moraga? When I left, the armies were preparing for movement. 
If we were not allowed to pass through here, our fleet was gathering to sail the coast. Effective, but lengthy. We would benefit greatly if we were allowed passage through your lands. Our lands shall welcome you. But you will need to pass through either Dunmoriga or Vondheide to reach here. We have better ties with Vondheide at the moment. I can see about arranging passage. The envoy bowed once more, this time with a wide grin on his face. He spoke to the floor, but the joy dripped from his words. My lady, you do us great honor. We too have been in communication with Vondheide, and your assurance will be most helpful. We have even been told that some of their forces will join us on our march. Our planners tell me we can complete outfitting, load and transport forces, and assemble here in two weeks' time. Will that be sufficient for you? Dunsi spoke this time. Indeed, we think so. We can begin to gather food, water, and shelter for a short stay here, and prepare our own army to move. The envoy stood, his face still red with the depth of his bow. Then I shall ride with all haste. Trand thanks you, and we stand ready to fight, and die, with you. With that, he marched from the hall into the quiet night and began the long journey home. Thank you, Stackers, for listening to this special episode. We needed a little bit of space as we recorded some actual play episodes yesterday, and so we just need some time to get those dressed up. And so this is a placeholder for the week to allow us to do that. Hang in there, and more actual play goodness is coming up next right here at Stack of Dice.